You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the seventh episode of the 2022 Dragon Con Report. Uh, continuing our 11th season of covering the con we love so much. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and it is my pleasure to introduce you to the rest of our station crew, starting, of course, with director Mike Faber. Hey, hey, Mikey. How are you doing, my friend? How are all the uh, behind-the-scenes buttons and switches and all that going? I am going as fast as I can trying to get this all <laughs> taken care of. It's like, all right, got to switch to this page, got to switch to this one. But so far, we're doing really well. Third time's a charm, right? Oh, this is our third time using StreamYard? I think, no, this is number two. Ah, second. Okay. So, well, maybe the next time will be a charm. Yes. So, all right. Uh, we've also got with us, of course, Darren. Ta-da. Hey, everybody. Darren. What's up? Howdy, sir. How are you? I'm good, gents. How are y'all? Look good at you. You, you, are, you are in the, the party. I've got you, the you, luau. i got my Hawaiian Yeah, you've got it going my, on. My dress, are, Hawaiian shirt on. I'm ready to party. We are ready to party because that is the main topic of today's show is party, party, party. Bar and have one, please. Exactly, exactly. And we've got the hopefully, fingers crossed, the party person herself. Jen is here. Is she? Maybe. Maybe. There she is, Jen. (laughs) She Uh is not here. Jen, are you there? She's in Texas. God love her. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. All right. I think I knocked on wood way too quickly on this show tonight. Yeah, okay. Oh, goodness, 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 goodness. We love you, Jen. Uh, we do. We do. Uh, hopefully, she can get those issues resolved soon. Uh, we've also got us from uh, the uh, the Dragon Con Newbies group. We've got Kim with us again from, I guess, I guess we didn't scare her off last uh, last month. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hey, um, we And we are also joined by uh, Brandon Moore for the first time. Brandon, welcome to the show. Let me pull him up. Oh, no, wrong one. There he is. Oh, surprise. Hey, hey how's Brandon. it going? All hey, right, all right. Now, my understanding is, is that you are associated moderator of the Facebook um, group for the Dragon Con events, parties, what, meetups, right? Yes, along, I, along, along with Jen. Yeah, Jen, and also Dave. Okay, right. So, so if for some reason, and you know, it'll be sad if she can't join us, but at least we're covered with the. We've got a person here from that group, so uh, I am. We're glad to have you with us. Uh, I'm going to ask you a little bit about your um, experience with DragonCon. What, uh, what, uh, how long have you been going? So I've been going since 2009. So this will make. Oh, I can't do math on the spot like that, but however many years that is. Um, I missed two years in between somewhere in the middle due to work, um, but I'm counting virtual year because I did attend that. Um, so that counts? However long that was. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you uh, joining us and we'll have that main topic and, but feel free as we're talking about the news and guests and whatnot, if you want to chime in, go ahead. And uh, since you can't have a party without a DJ, please welcome back to the show, Neon the Glogo Bear. Yay! <laughs> Howdy. Welcome back to the show. We are glad to have you with us, sir. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be back. And you've been in, I follow you on Facebook and, and, and Instagram. You have been insanely busy. <laughs> yes. Uh, I just spent last Friday or this past Friday doing San Diego Pride and then on a plane the next morning to DJ Houston, Texas at the Eagle. Golly. And then um, two weeks from now, I'll be in San Francisco. So Okay. I don't want to hear another word about me ganging up your internet feeds, Mr. Gordon, because Neon's <laughs> doing it for me. I don't need Wait. to do anything for you. When have well, I, I am, ever said that? uh it is amazing and uh when did you find out now do you have you always kind of known that you're going to be there this year or is that a process of you applying and and finding out uh so every year it's uh, you know i never know what program if people want to change great go for it but so far i have actually been asked back this is my 10th year Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. And and is it all part of the same, the same event? Uh, so we started out as the rainbow flag party uh, back mm. when Darren told me I had to be better than the iPod and speakers they had last year. It's true. 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 <laughs> that, this, that sentence jumpstarted a 10-year side career. That's it's a true. Bar. It's true. Was that a high bar to live up to? I mean, <laughs> it was a low bar to clear, Michael. It was a low bar to clear. Uh, and he had one of those iPod minis, so he got the mega, the larger version now. Um, <laughs> but uh, usually about, I don't know, April, May, uh, Lee says, hey, apply. So, okay. And I'm like, yes, let me start getting things together. Nice. Nice. Well, I definitely want to, uh, well, we'll talk all about the party scene in a little bit and we want to cover some news and everything like that. So, but before we do that, we got a little bit of business. Uh, we are a proud member of the ESO network here at the Dragon Con Report. We have a tea public store filled with all kinds of cool stuff, including a very cool design for the Dragon Con Report podcast itself. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Uh, there's a link for that at this episode show notes and at the top of the ESO network page, Mike, let me ask you this. Um, if people want to order that in time for dragon con, is there still time? Yes, there is. And actually the final weekend of July, we will be having a sale on our site. So all t-shirts will be 1399. Oh, wow. So okay. all regular style T-shirts and any of the logos, including the Dragon Con report, it's going to be you know all thirteen ninety nine. But I know we're also doing specials for summertime on tank tops and also you know buttons and all this other cool kind of swag for Dragon Con and everything. So definitely pick it up. And it's some of the coolest things when you actually get to see your listeners who are wearing the T-shirts and stuff. Oh man. Yeah, the first time I saw someone wearing a Dragon Con Report shirt was just I was I was thrilled. It's it's really awesome. It doesn't get old. Nope, it never does. So it's pretty cool. Um, in addition to the uh, T Public Store, we also have a Patreon page for the ESO Network, um, and of course, patrons, we thank you for your support tremendously. I think we've increased, right? Um, and oh yeah, we really appreciate that a lot. 
Um, and there's some exciting stuff uh, programming. There's been a lot of new content, exclusive content to the patron uh, being released uh, this this past month, right, Mike? Oh, yeah. Um, we have, of course, Rants and Raves done by Mike and I. And we just talked about Our Flag Means Death on the show. We did a review of the series. And then, of course, we also have Earth Station DCU Classics, which is Kevin and Drew doing talking about the DC Universe. But we also have board, ESO Board Silly. It's pretty awesome that we have that already and everything. So it's pretty cool. Absolutely. Yep. A lot of good stuff there. So, and again, thank you so much for all your support. You can also help support our show by leaving a review, whatever platform you're listening to us or watching us. Uh, There's a bunch of them, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music. Uh, Of course, you might be watching this via Facebook, via YouTube. We really do appreciate it. Um, you can always access past episodes of the Dragon Con Report uh, via dragonconreport.com. Those are the audios. Um, the last few that we've been doing video, you can access those through Facebook and YouTube. Is that correct, Mike? Yes, sir. Okay, cool. And, you know, we have the YouTube channel now for the Dragon Con Report. And I promise before the summer's over, I am going to post the uh, videos that Darren and I did for the tours, both from over 10 years ago and probably the one we did, what, about six years ago now? Five, six years ago? Yeah, it's almost time to do a new one because things are changing still, right? Well, we got to go, pro. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, if you would like to leave us direct feedback, comment on the show, please feel free to email us at feedback at dragonconreport.com. You can also reach out to us on the comment line here or in any of the social medias. Um, we really uh, we have an Instagram account. We have a Facebook page, Twitter account, et cetera, et cetera. Um, should point out the Dragon Con Report. This podcast is an unofficial. It's unofficial podcast of the con. We are not and never have been officially connected with Dragon Con. For all the official news, we strongly recommend checking out the official site and all their social media outlets. That said, let's get started with some news and notes. I think the big <laughs> note. <laughs> hmm. Alex Hall is being a wise ass, I see. I see. <laughs> you, you can Google it, right? Dragon Con, Google it, right? right. That'll, that'll, that's a deep rabbit hole, right? Some of that it, might it, not be. Some uh, bunnies in it, with some bunnies in it, probably. That might be some, some of that might be not safe for work, though. You have to really put the filters on that search. Um. <laughs> So I think one of the big news things that uh, big items that came out, especially out of the it was reiterated at the um, uh, volunteer meeting that they just had this weekend. Um, and DragonCon has been posting it as well. Memberships for this year, DragonCon 2022 memberships can only be purchased online. There's not going to be any cash or on-site sales whatsoever. Uh, this is to reduce congestion, increase uh, social distance and improve traffic at badge pickup at the Sheridan. Um, if daily memberships are available for purchase, they will only be available online through the Dragon Con website. Uh, and the rates are as follows. Uh, full weekend is 160. Um, Saturday through Monday is 130. Sunday through Monday is $80. Uh, Thursday only is 20. Friday is 50, Saturday is 70, Sunday is 60, and Monday is 40. Now, those daily passes are going to be extremely limited. 
uh, and will most likely sell out. Uh, so if you're interested in only going one day, go to the website and check out the availability now. Um, membership options are also going to be um, maybe change after once the COVID protocols are announced. They're hoping and planning to announce those uh, no later than August 1st. Uh, a lot of things are changing around the country. So, um, you know, let's see what happens and, and you know, cross our fingers for August 1st to see what, what the protocols are going to be. Uh, also, Dragon Con memberships, once again, are non-refundable, non-transferable, and a $5 processing fee will be applied to all membership sales. So, so that said, uh, once you have your tickets, uh, you know, when your membership passes, you're good to go. And we hope to see you all there. Um, like I said, this that was really reiterated at the volunteer meeting on July 6th, uh, 16th. Um, was there anything else that came out of that volunteer meeting? Um, I wasn't able to listen and watch the whole meeting. Did anybody else? Because I know they gave out a lot of awards. A lot of recogni- they recognized uh, some people who'd been volunteering for 10 years. Uh, there was a few of those, uh, some p- familiar faces and names that we all know. Um, and also, uh, I think a couple people, at least one person in particular, I think got 20 year. They've been volunteering for 20 years, which that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Our friend Rob with the hat from Britrex got 20 yes. years. Yes. Yes. That's right. So. Uh, that's pretty impressive. Um, and yes, the, uh, the main message that came out of uh, the volunteer meeting is more volunteers are needed big time. Uh, I know that the uh, comics and pop art artist alley in particular is looking for volunteers. Um, all the tracks are looking for volunteers. All Almost all the departments are looking for volunteers. So I would uh, check that out if you want to participate this year at the con uh, volunteers are still needed in almost all departments and all tracks. Um, anything else that uh, anybody else picked up from the volunteer meeting? Uh, can you hear me now? Yes, yeah. we can hear you, John. They confirmed that the Joystick Arcade will be returning to the same location they used last year, which was a little bit down the street from the Sheridan. Or Hilton. So well, in the hotel room, basically, is yeah. where that will be. Yeah. The Joystick Arcade uh, is is where Agatha's <laughs> used to be. At the, right, it's right off of right between. Actually, it's right between the Sheraton and the Weston. When as you're going up the hill, it's in the cross street right there. And if he, the arcade was awesome last year. It was like going through transporting back into the 80s and 90s with the pinball machines and all the free video games. And as long as you have a dragon con badge, it's free. So it's pretty, and is awesome. it 24 hours? Uh, it's pretty close to 24 hours. I think they might've closed to hose out the place or something. <laughs> so, cause it, it did get kind of raunchy in there a little bit. Gangers. Well, it's dragon con, right? Yeah, Gangers. exactly. You know, <laughs> kind of like Darren's room. <laughs> yeah, totally like my room. I mean, you're yeah, the absolutely. only one getting laid in this episode. So. It's true. <laughs> uh, Jen, was there anything else of uh, note from the volunteer meeting? Hold on, hold on. Emergency. Cisco said there's a bar there. Yeah, yeah. there you go. See, I'm there. I'm there. It's oh, okay. The, it's going to be 24 hours, and they will have a bar. Ms. Pac-Man right. and a bar, I'm there. 
done. Thank you so much for that. that appreciate it. Anything else of note uh, from the volunteer meeting? That's really all I caught. Okay. I, I haven't um, watched it, so. That's all right. That's right. It is available. So for those people, uh, they can just go to the DragonCon uh, Facebook page. And uh, I know it's on display there. You can watch it there and get some more information. Other things that I, I picked up uh, other, outside of that, uh, DragonCon Night at the Aquarium. We've talked about that many times. The VIP, VIP passes have sold out. Oh, no. So if you want the VIP experience, Jen, I hope you got yours already, if you're planning on going. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. We're skipping it this year. Oh, good. He's coming to Spectrum. Uh, well, they're having a, the John Wick meetup is that night, so. Oh. Uh, of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> Just don't yeah, hurt the know. puppy. Just don't hurt the puppy. <laughs> uh, general mission tickets are still available for at the, at the aquarium, but, you know, they're still available for $40, but they're likely to sell out too. So if you're planning on going to that, a lot of the events and a lot of panel, like I think panel submissions are closed. For this year, so um, I would definitely. I think they're closed tomorrow, actually, because I have one more thing that I have to do for one panel. Um, but everybody's schedule is getting uh, set-ish. <laughs> um, so when, things when, are. When's the app getting updated, Michael? Well, damn it! Drink everybody. Now, now, now we got to. Now we got to all drink that. All right. Okay. You're welcome. Thanks, Darren. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Also, uh, they're doing a really cool thing for vendors starting this Sunday. Uh, hashtag look for hashtag Swag Sunday uh, at the on the DragonCon page on Facebook. They're going to reveal every Sunday some of the exclusive items to DragonCon 2022 at the vendors and how to get them. So there is going to be some exclusive items. Um, and I'm really curious to see what those are going to be. Uh, I don't know that Dragon Con has had exclusive stuff before like this. So, um, yeah, I'm really curious to see how that's going to play out. But anything that they can do to help the vendor room, uh, and, and local vendors, uh, I'm, I'm appreciative. Other news, uh, cause we're, you know, we're speaking oh, about Jen parties later on. What's up? Uh, Dragon, Dragon Con just actually posted some breaking news. Oh, oh. oh some breaking news. Uh, well, like about 25 minutes ago, uh, the oh. Weston Peachtree uh, Atlanta will be releasing a con block of rooms this Friday oh. Oh. Uh, at 9 a.m. And the con site will post a link when it goes live. I better check and make sure I've got my room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe odds they didn't, be ever in your favor. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't release my room uh, for some reason because uh, I hate it when that happens. But uh, that's good news. If you're listening to this podcast later in the week or later when we release it, like next week or whatever, yeah, that's probably not. They're probably going to be gone. So, but uh, this is the uh, the advantage that you guys have watching us do this live. And, and, you know, all the with all the bells and whistles and all the mistakes. we make. Yeah. All the people who are listening to the show next week, you're out of luck. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, one other news item is that the big damn game show hosted by our good friend Dave West. And it's part of the American classics uh, sci fi uh, area room uh, that is returning to Dragon Con this year. I don't think it was there last year. And it, I don't. Well, obviously, there was not one. Uh, the years before that. So it's been about two or three years. So. 2019 was his last one. 
Yeah. So Dave and his crew um, are going to be back with the Big Damn Game Show, which is a lot of fun. It is an awesome experience, one that you will never forget. I can guarantee you that. It's going <laughs> to provide stuff for you that uh, you will never forget. Um, all right. That, might, that Any... might also be a carded event, too. Oh, it is. Uh, it's, 18, yes. it's, 18, it's 18 plus. 18 and up, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, remember the year true. we tried to get William in. Boy, was that not fun. Not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Any other news out there that uh, anybody else picked up on or has to announce? Uh, Kim, what about the newbies group? What's going on there? What's uh, anything, in inf- information that you have specifically for for newbies on this report? Well, I thought I'd talk a little bit about getting around DragonCon. Um, some of you may already know that the DragonCon newbies group on Thursday, we have newbie walking tours from noon until four. But if you aren't there when we're doing the tours, there's other ways you can go about this. There are maps in the apps. There are information booths in each of the hotels. There's information booths in the America's Marts. And you can always just ask somebody. And most people will be willing to help you find where you're trying to get. And not only that, getting lost at DragonCon is how you find some of the most interesting things. That could be true. And you can meet some of the most interesting people at the same time. This is true. Getting lost lost can be a good thing sometimes. Hey, Kim, um, this person was asking, this is my first DragonCon. Thanks for all the information. Do you want to promote where they can find the newbies group at and also where the tours are starting at? The newbies group can be found on Facebook. It's called DragonCon Newbies. Um, you do need to answer a couple of screening questions. It's how we keep the spam bots out, just like everybody else. The tours are on Thursday from noon until 4 on a first-come, first-served basis. You do need to go to the Sheraton first and pick up your badge. Um, We start in the Marriott on the atrium level. The room numbers are A601602, which is a big combined room. And if you come there... From noon until four, we send out tour groups of about a dozen to 15 people every about 10 minutes. So I think last year, and last year we obviously had reduced numbers, but last year it was a, we sent a few, a few over 300 people went on a tour. And also if you have any disability, moving disabilities or anything like that. They offer special tours for that. We do offer rolling tours, okay? And we don't have, they do occur during the same time period. So if you are in a mobility scooter or a wheelchair uh, and you'd like to take a rolling tour, when you get to the room, you just tell the person at the door that you want to take a rolling tour. And we usually, when we have somebody show up, we'll wait just a few minutes to see if somebody else shows up that wants to go on the rolling tour. And then we'll take that those people on a rolling tour because that route is slightly different than the walking tour. Uh, obviously, if you're in a wheelchair, you are not going up and down escalators or stairs. Uh, but we do show you alternate routes where you can, you know, that are mobility accessible. That's really good because it is information. And also, folks, while you're waiting for the tour to begin, um, the folks who run the newbie group are up in the front of the room on PAs and everything to answer any questions you might have about DragonCon. And so it's real, real helpful. So it's basically Kim, Mike, 
uh, Sue and Kevin up there. And it's, they have some of the best information you can get about the con right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So definitely recommend that. Yeah. One of, one of the four of us usually knows. And if we don't, we know who to go ask, (laughs) which is important. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine the group is, is hot and heavy with questions now. Um, But uh, you guys are doing a great service. So thank you for that. How many years have you guys been doing it for? You know, I'm I'm sure it's at least ten, because I know we've done the tours for eight or nine. So the group's been around probably eleven or twelve, I think, at this point. Wow. I'm not sure. I'd have to check. <laughs> Kevin might know the answer to that question. Let's call <laughs> Kevin up right now. He started, he started the group, so he might know the answer to that question. Uh, he's still like, snowed in up there. You know, I'm a little vague. I, I know. I know though. We have done the tours for eight or nine years, so. You know, at least that long, and the group was around for a year or two before that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, a great bunch yeah. of people. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Kevin's the only one. Oddly enough, Kevin's the only one we haven't on the haven't had on the show yet this year. So he's due <laughs> next month. Uh, it's his time, I think. So we'll try to get him up uh, up here uh, for our last report before the con, which will happen in a few weeks. So, um, but, uh, that's all the big news we have. Um, but now here's some Uh-oh. bigger news because uh-huh. here it's time for the guest announcements. Uh, so, um, this, uh, yeah, sit back and, and, and <laughs> have your beverage of choice as we, as we listen to the names on the list. Oh yeah. And remember, if anyone mispronounces anyone's name, take a swig, folks. Have your drinks ready. So definitely get ready for this, folks. Um, ladies first. Jen, you're going to start the list at the bottom and work your way up. All right. Robert Chapin is a visual effects artist, fight choreographer, actor, writer, and producer. He has worked on The Haunted, Cowboy Bebop, The Card, Legion, and DC's comics upcoming movie, Black Adam. John Boutille co-hosts and produced 50 Days of Dragon Con. He can also be found on Need Coffee's Weekend Justice and The Unique Geek. John Armstrong stars in Netflix's Magicians, Life and the Impossible. You have seen him amaze on the Today Show. Cause Penn on CW's Penn & Teller's Fullest to exclaim his act as the most original I've ever seen and wow Jay Leno on The Tonight Show. Brian Holder is the co-owner and casting director of Lazoo Arts Entertainment, a black-owned full-service dubbing studio. Brian is currently casting for Frost Giant Studios' upcoming RTS video game, Stormgate. Lee Bennett Connor is the co-host of 50 Days of Dragon Con podcast. She's the one with the questions, makes double or triple entendres without meaning to, and then gets embarrassed. <laughs> Walter Koenig had a recurring role of the quintessential scoundrel Bestrel. On the television series Babylon 5 in 1994, he's also appeared on dozens of other TV shows, including his role as Pavel Chekhov in the original Star Trek 1966 series and subsequent movies. Michelle Hurd is known for her television work as Raffi Musker in the Star Trek series Picard, Shepard in Blindspot, and recurring appearances on Hawaii Five-O, Ash vs. Evil Dead, Daredevil, and Jessica Jones. Wilson Cruz can be seen recurring in the CBS series Star Trek Discovery, playing the role of Dr. Hugh Colbert, and recurring on the Netflix series 13 Reasons Why, playing the role of Dennis Vasquez. Cruz won the hearts of audiences playing Ricky Vasquez on My So-Called Life. 
Bob Novella is a co-founder and vice president of the New England Skeptical Society. He co-hosts the Skeptic's Guide to the Universe podcast and is co-author of its two books. Samantha Hart is an anime producer for Emmy Award-winning Japanese anime studio Gonzo, uh, which produced Helsing, Afro Samurai, and Last Exile, where she handles story development for upcoming anime. She's also an animator and voice actor best known for being the Japanese voice of the Chocobo for Square Enix. Shadow Girls Cult is a trio of queer theater, puppetry, and visual artists incorporating human silhouettes and cinematic shadow puppetry techniques. They weave tales of trauma, identity, and loss. Phoenicia has been a belly dancer since 1983, and in addition to cabaret, ethnic, tribal, and fusion belly dance styles, she's also a nationally certified ballroom dance instructor. Acting musician Savannah Welch is known for her acting roles in the HBO Max series Titans. Oscar-nominated films Boyhood, film Tree of Life, and a recurring guest starring role as ex-Marine Dawn on the History Channel's Six. She is also a member of the alt-country group The Trishes. Curran Walters began his career in acting in 2014, playing various roles on television until getting his first major role as Jason Todd, the second Robin in DC's Titans, becoming a regular in its second season in 2019. In 2020, he unveiled his new character, Red Hood, a vigilante anti-hero. Connor Leslie has worked frequently in television, including as a series regular on Western Klondike, Other Space, and Shots Fired. Leslie appeared in the first three seasons of The Man in the High Castle. She's currently starring as Donna Troy, Wonder Girl, on the superhero series Titans. 50s rock and roll collides with punk rock mania in the Tomb Tones spook show Bizarro. Dance the night away to hilarious hair-raising tunes about serial killer romance, monster beach parties, and taxidermy gone wrong. Hailing from Orlando, Florida, the Geckos are the greatest nerd rock polka band in the multiverse, comprised of brothers Jared on accordion and Zach on guitar. The Geckos are sure to get you pumped and ready to get weird. One of the most notable dark wave bands internationally, the Crux Shadows' motto is Live, Love, Be, Believe, and it serves as a reminder that while the Crux Shadows may write catchy songs, the band has depth that extends beyond the dance floor. The Atlanta Swing Orchestra is a group of musicians that really love to play the big band music that gets you tearing up the dance floor. They are musicians who are dedicated to keeping the great American songbook alive by playing tunes from the 30s and 40s to modern classics. Matthew Zuck is an actor known for Doom Patrol, Fear Street Part 3, uh, 1666, and Fear Street Part 1, 1994. Jovan Wade is an English actor known for playing Manu in the BBC comedy television series Big School. Jordan Johnson on the BBC soap soap opera East Enders and Victor Stone Cyborg in the HBO Max series Doom Patrol. Riley Shanahan developed a love for acting through theater and pursued a college degree in theater, and he made his way to L.A. and acted with Alicia Vikander in a music video, The National. Shanahan currently plays Robot Man in DC's Doom Patrol. Diane Guerrero is known for her roles on Orange is the New Black and Jane the Virgin. She voiced the character Isabella Madrigal in Encanto and currently stars as Crazy Jane in Doom Patrol. Fawn Davis appears on Prop Culture, BattleBots, Cake Masters, and Superfan Builds. In his three-decade career, Fawn has worked on over 40 feature films, including The Nightmare Before Christmas and the Star Wars series. Thrill Killer delivers a viciously unique style of music, mixing elements of metal, rock, pop, and others. With the launch of their debut EP, Time, followed by their totally fan-funded debut release, Showdown, they are currently supporting their third release, San Francisco Motto. DJ Spider, nerd, neat, uh, huh, huh. Take just take a drink anyway for that. That was hugely bad. Nerdy, geeky DJ, veteran cosplayer with fingers in filk, 80s, 90s dance, EBM, goth, industrial, and synth pop, plus whatever else comes along. She is hashtag that DJ spider just about everywhere online, and I love her. <laughs> 
Emily Lazar and September Morning hold the prestigious accomplishment of being the first female-fronted hard rock metal band to successfully mint and sell NFTs. Colette Searles is an award-winning stage director and puppetry artist and author of the forthcoming book, A Galaxy of Things, The Power of Puppets and Masks in Star Wars and Beyond. Megaran, the nerdcore hip-hop touching on video games, comic books, cartoons, wrestling, and more. Beth Patterson is a one-woman, one-bazooki show of songs spanning Celtic, Louisiana, parodies, snark, and surprise metal licks. DJ Neon the Glogo Bear brings a fun and festive energy to his 10th year DJing the Fantastical Spectrum Party, celebrating the GLBTQ community and our allies. Nemesis is a 20-plus year veteran of smashing dance club floors in Boston, Atlanta, L.A., and a seven-time DragonCon performer. Featuring banging tracks, high energy, and an unstoppable force to keep the party going, techno, electro house, trance, EDM, industrial goth, 80s, and more. If you've been, you know this is a performance not to be missed. At the corner of Americana Music and Science Fiction, Mutant County Lion is an Atlanta-based band that plays honky-tonkin' and heartbreaking music about love, loss, and light speed. Mutant County Lion proves that three chords and the truth is out there. Rachel Luttrell is an accomplished actress and singer who has worked in film, television, and on stage. Luttrell was cast in the role of Tila Emigan in the Sci-Fi Channel spinoff series Stargate Atlantis, a show that won the loyalty of a worldwide fan base and ran for five seasons. Drink up, folks. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) Landlocked from the highlands of Scotland and the more infested plains of Spain, two men met upon the high seas and decided to share their love of Celtic and pirate music with the masses. Esteban Diego de Castile and Edward the Redbeard are landlocked. Oh, and Tilly too. I Scintilla is an industrial rock quintet from Chicago and five-time Dragon Con main stage performer. Christopher Hyredale played the characters... Haleg and Wraith Commander Todd in Stargate Atlantis and Palin in Stargate SG-1, the demon Alistair in Supernatural. He also played the part of Zorel in the television series Smallville, as well as playing John Druitt and Bigfoot in Sanctuary. Danae Garcia is a Cuban actress and model. She is best known for her roles as Sofia Lugo on Fox's drama series Prison Break and Luciana Galvez on AMC's horror drama series Fear the Walking Dead. Get ready to be nerdy, get ready to rock, and get ready to laugh out loud. Better pay attention, though, for there may be a quiz afterward from these rockin' rocket scientists. Foot Pound Forest, a band composed of more than its units. Joe Flanagan is an American television actor best known as Major Lieutenant Colonel John Shepard in Stargate Atlantis. Black Sunshine, Nairobi current, Atlanta-based, worldwide DJ known for rocking the party in any format. Touring G- DJ for Hot Black, Desiato, and Disaster Area. Offering up dance mix 80s, 90s, 2000s, goth, industrial, Britpop, shoegaze, hip-hop, and drum and bass. Bethany Kessler is a historian, writer, reader, reviewer, and cat parent to four fuzzballs. She's currently working on several things all at the same time. Jeremy Speed Schwartz is an animator, interactive artist, and founder of the nonprofit Museum of Animation and co-author of A New History of Animation. Sean Porter, owner of Ghost Stop and ghost hunting equipment inventor, has been seen on Travel Channel's Ghost Hunters bringing new tech and investigating along with taps. Master Daniel Piscina developed to perform the characters Johnny Cage, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Reptile, and Smoke, as well as organized a path for the game and the development of all the playable personalities of Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat 2. Lenny Michael James is a British actor, screenwriter, and playwright. He is best known for playing Tony Gates in The Line of Duty, uh, Morgan Jones in The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead, and has appeared in many films, including Snatch and Blade Runner 2049. 
Garrett Dillahunt is an American actor best known for his roles in Burn Donuts, Raising Hope, Justified, Deadwood, The 4400, Terminator, The Sarah Connor Chronicles, ER, The Mindy Project, and Fear the Walking Dead. Michael Mosley is an avid convention goer and costume designer. He has presented at several major conventions over the past 10 years, such as Dragon Con, Momocon, and San Diego Comic-Con. His professional costume credits include building costumes for the WWE, NFL, and various TV shows. Robert Alsop has, for 30 years, produced costume props for film, theater, and TV. He is one of the most recognized artisans working in his field. His work is featured in many feature films, including Gladiator and The Marchin. TV work includes numerous episodes of Doctor Who and The Witcher for Netflix. David Ramsey is an actor and martial artist best known for his roles in Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, and The Flash as John Diggle Spartan. Anton Briggs on the Showtime TV series Dexter and the film Mother and Child 2009 as Joseph. Daniel Panabaker can currently be seen playing Caitlin Snow in the, CD, the CW series The Flash. Panabaker has also starred in several feature films, including Sky High and Yours, Mine, and Ours, as well as many thriller films such as Friday the 13th, Mr. Books, and The Crazies. Daniel Nicolette is an American actress currently starring as Cecile Horton in The Flash. She appeared in the TV series Third Rock from the Sun, second time around, Heartland, The Starter Wife, and Born Again Virgin. Golden Globe nominated actor and director Tom Cavanaugh can be seen acting in and directing Warner Brothers' The Flash on the CW. In addition to his current series, Cavanaugh has extensive television, film, and theater credits, including Scrubs, Legends of Tomorrow, and Arrow. A founding member of Atlanta fandom, Bob Burton's Flaming Carrot Comics, his work on Gumby Comics, and his iconic Mystery Men comics, which spawned the 1999 Universal movie, have delighted generations, won numerous awards, and sold hundreds of thousands of comic books over the years. Bill Gallagher has been a writer and artist for Archie Comics for over 30 years. Bill has worked on scripting and illustrating a diverse set of titles and covers for the company. Bill lives in the Southeast and is excited to be back at DragonCon after many years. Eddie McClintock, international superstar, McClintock has been called a poor man's David Boreanaz, but as he's always trying to look on the bright side, believes Boreanaz is more of a rich man's Eddie McClintock. Michael Shanks is a Canadian actor achieved fame for his role as Dr. Daniel Jackson on the science fiction television series Stargate SG-1. He also provides the voice of the recurring character Thor on the same series. Sam J. Jones has over 70 films and hundreds of television shows to his credit. He is best known as Flash Gordon, The Spirit, The Highwayman, Code Red, and as SG-1's The Bounty Hunter. He's also known for his memorable comedic appearances in Seth MacFarlane's Ted and Ted 2. Lexa Doig is a Canadian actress best known for his ro- her role as Romy in the science fiction TV series Andromeda and Dr. Carolyn Lamb on Stargate SG-1. Melody Anderson is best known for her role as Dale Arden in Flash Gordon. Are you seeing a theme here? She can be seen in Firewalker, Manimal, All My Children, and many more. She is also a social worker and public speaker focused on the impact of addiction on families. Anthony Rapp, known for Star Trek Discovery and Rent. Oh, and um, uh, Adventures in Babysitting in the 80s as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Anson Mount, Star Trek, Strange New Worlds, and The Inhumans. And Hell on Wheels. Yeah, Hell on Wheels. Yeah. And William Shatner was our last guest today (laughs) for Star Trek, TJ Hooker, Twilight Zone, author, and so much more. Who? Wow. That's Shatner. Shatner. Yeah. Just a little little known actor, little known Canadian actor. Um, thank you guys. Uh, I know that's not easy. So, cause I've had to do it before. Um, Take another drink just in case. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, 
sort of a, a, a relation to that guest announcements. Uh, Eddie McClintock, of course, is is coming, and he and Tony will once again be hosting the masquerade. That is confirmed. Yay! So, all right. So, um, so that's the guest. That's the news. So we're going to uh, cover the uh, the the main topic. But before we do that, for those people who are listening to us uh, on the podcast, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back to party, but uh, we'll do that right after this. Winter is coming. Prepare with a fine cigar and listen to the Cigar Nerds podcast. We smoke cigars and talk about movies and all kind of nerdy things. Available at CigarNerdPodcast.com Also on the ESO Network at ESONetwork.com Howdy everyone and welcome back. We are now ready to party at Dragon Con, which is one big party, really. But it's made up of a lot of little parties or big, bigger parties, littler, I don't know. Uh, anyway, we've got some people to talk all about the parties because, as you could tell, I am not probably the best uh, expert on parties, especially no, anywhere no, at no, DragonCon. No. Have you I ever know. actually, Mike? Have you actually ever been to a party at DragonCon? I have. I have. Okay. It's been a, it's been a while to be honest with you, but I have. Uh, okay. I've been to. I've even been to a room party at DragonCon. Oh, oh. oh well, really? Oh, oh well, I, <laughs> this is some information I, we need to know then. I've I've actually been to uh, a Klingon party at <laughs> a Klingon room party at DragonCon. That explains so much. Uh, Did you drink blue stuff and spirit gum in the morning? They were um, the Klingon parties used to be uh, infamous. Um, they had a huge reputation of being like one of the, some of the biggest parties at Dragon Con. That was like 20 years ago, though. Yeah, I don't know. Drink, never drink the blue stuff at the Klingon party. <laughs> I don't even know if the Klingons as a group do Dragon Con or are at Dragon Con or certainly do any parties um, <laughs> at Dragon Con. I so, like what Dave, Dave drinks goodness just wrote, I give out ribbons if you survive my room parties. <laughs> That's so there are, there are there are official parties. <laughs> there are official parties that are on the schedule. Uh, there's uh, tracks have their, have their uh, balls, their galas, their parties, their get-togethers. And then there's unofficial ones, right, that uh, happen. I don't know if they do. They do are room parties still a thing. Oh God! Not, yes, uh, I mean they, not, they, not they, so much. They're not, they're not as big as they used to be because yeah. security has really cut down on parties in rooms after a certain time of night. Because okay. we don't, we're, we're not the only people in the hotel. Yeah. So you know, and we're loud I, enough in the lobbies as it is. <laughs> I think what's taken the place of the room parties are what I think of as the roving raves. And that's that group of people that somebody has either a Bluetooth speaker or a boom box or something and a bunch of booze. And they are wandering from one end of the con to the other. <laughs> the roving rave. <laughs> um, Brandon, um, we haven't heard from you yet on the show, so I just wanted to see, start with you. What is your history with uh, Parties at Dragon Con? 
Uh, actually, for a long time, uh, before I was able to come to DragonKind, all I heard about was these legendary room parties. And so <laughs> my very first year, I kept looking for them, and I couldn't find any. Oh. I didn't know I didn't know where to look. Um, I did find some events that I was able to take part in, like uh, Thriller, things like that. So even though I found some exciting things to do just by wandering around, I couldn't find any of these legendary room parties I heard so much about. Uh, then I came across a fellow named Cade Williams back in 2011 who said for Thursday night, this is back before Thursday was, a, was an official day, and he said he wanted to throw one of these roving parties. Uh, but he wanted to kind of have an invasion force of Vikings that went from party to party and just made a bunch of noise. And so that's what we did the first couple of years. Uh, it was a little bit immature and, and not really the kind of thing people wanted showing up at their parties. So we decided to try to see if we could take that and turn it into a more positive direction. Um, so instead we thought, you know, what what if we could have a, a roving party where people felt like their party wasn't complete until we showed up? Um, so, you know, we started getting in contact with other party organizers and, uh, uh, Cade ran the party for two years before he turned it over to me. And then the two years that I wasn't able to attend, uh, Dave actually stepped up and ran the party for me. So the two of us have been running it ever since. And we've just been reaching out to people and, and, you know, making sure with the other organizers that they're comfortable with us being there, you know, what, what's the rules going to be, or is it going to be all right if we show up with a big on mass group of people and over time it's become a much more respectable thing. We try to be a little bit safer when we're sharing drinks, you know, making sure we're not sharing them to people who shouldn't be having drinks. Mm-hmm. We used to uh, just pour uh, free pour and just pass bottles around. Now we actually have spray bottles that you can spray into somebody's mouth at a distance so that they're not <laughs> sharing the same nozzle. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh yeah, no, no, no! Yeah, don't drink them, my lord. Do not. No. Yeah, don't. I mean, no. yeah. I mean, if you have it, you should try it once, but not once not is, more than once. And watch once it down with enough. some Beverly at uh, World of Coke, please. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> the Beverly. <laughs> yeah. So um, over time, it's just it, it's really become a party where we're more like now we we show people around. We make sure people have a safe group to walk with. Um, we're very zero tolerance on p- things getting out of hand. If people want to start bringing up things like religion and politics, we nip that immediately. Um, and we want to make sure that we know where security is at all times. And we let people, you know, that you can come and join the party with us at any point in the night. We keep our schedule posted. Uh, we list every party that we could possibly find on Thursday night so that if you see something else you want to go to that the main group isn't going to, that's perfectly fine. Just check back in when you're done. See if you want to join back up with us at the next party. Um, so that's the big thing is just making sure we have a safe, inclusive place where people can come and join up, especially people who don't have a group if they're attending by their by themselves, and also uh, new folks that want to know, hey, how do I get around, and also meet some people that I could possibly go to parties with over the whole weekend. How how do people find you? So our group is Concrawl. If you search Facebook for just Concrawl, you'll find mm-hmm. our group. And then we also post an event every year. This year is our 10th year running the Concrawl. So if you search wow. Concrawl X, then you'll find the actual event for this year. Okay. Okay. Cool. Right, you should definitely. point out that that starts with, a, they start with a K and not a C. Yes. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Good. Thanks. <laughs> Both work. K-O-N-K-R-A-W-L. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah, that's the way it's spelled. There you go. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Um, we do have a quick not, question, Mike. What's that? 
In, uh, this person asked, in general, do the parties require you to be in costume to be at these parties? Oh. No, you can nope. come as yourself. I've never been to one that requires a costume. Me neither. It Even the bunny hutch and stuff? It requires a badge to be there. No, the bunny hutch is only required if you're entering the contest. Yeah. Gotcha. And do not okay, show what up about- at the bunny hutch like on time because the line right. is out the door. <laughs> what about uh, what about the now? Is it am I correct? The ABC party is that the first like, the party ABC that you... party doesn't exist anymore? Sadly, uh, it, it's gone. it did happen. Is they it? had a smaller I, version a, last year, actually. Yeah, so. Little little oh, reunion last year. Yeah, the ABC parties were great. They were lots of fun. Because you I, I, explain. Yeah, yeah. So ABC um, is anything but Muppet, uh, No, ABC is anything but clothes. So, like, the last ABC party I went to, I was rocking a very lovely tropical shower curtain I was wearing as a sarong. And I had an inflatable seahorse because I needed an accessory, of course. Uh, I saw later hosen made out of cardboard and duct tape. Um, I saw a girl wearing a lampshade as a skirt. Um, I saw complete dresses made out of placemats, which was really fabulous. I but remember anyway, I had to cross cover William's eyes one year because we saw a guy walking to the ABC party who was wearing nothing but a lay. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, you, no costume is no costume. You still have to cover the naughty bits. That's yes. that's the rules. Yeah, my, you still have to be in compliance. My last ABC party, I wore a seat cover. Did you really? You <laughs> <laughs> did one, you know, so people could rub up against you and give you a massage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because I thought it used to be that that, was, that usually happened like the night before the con. That was like one of the first parties. Right. That was yeah, a Thursday night party. Yeah, I was on Thursday yeah. night. And there's like a superhero underwear party that might mm-hmm. still be going on. Uh, it's usually in the Marriott on Thursday night. That happened last year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Someone on Facebook said, I saw a bikini made out of candy bracelets. That does not surprise me. <laughs> no, they're not surprised at all. You just don't want to get uh, a rainstorm in that. Cause... I think no. I've seen one of those every con, actually. Yeah. I really like the. <laughs> Pretty much, the, yeah. I'm tasty. I like the dresses made out of magic cards and Yu Gi Oh cards. Yes. And stuff. Oh, yeah. The, the playing card costumes. So it sounds like that's what people get to work on it, you know. I was going to say, so it sounds like these parties are are something that people like know that they're going to and they plan for it because that takes work, that takes effort, right? Right, right. But if you're going to like, if you're going to like the the parties that are on this schedule, okay, like the Yule Ball or the last uh, the last dance at Alderaan or those kind of things. Some people do dress up in costumes for those, but not everybody. You don't have to dress up in a costume to go to one of those. Gotcha. Gotcha. Some uh, people just do it to get into the spirit. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I can go ahead and tell you a little bit about the Spectrum Party real quick. Because yeah. no, matter, no matter what you wear, right, you're going to be in costume because our theme is Candyland, and you all are going to look like a tasty snack. <laughs> so oh, that's this year's theme. Yes, cool. yes, correct. The Spectrum Party's fun, and that was one of our questions: when and where is the Spectrum Party this year? That is easy. Uh, it's actually at the same place we had it last year, which is the Hyatt Regency Ballroom Six and Seven, ten to two, I believe. I'm pretty sure that's it. 
Awesome. And they have a bar That's in there? Saturday. We have a yes, that is Saturday, correct. And we have a, we last year I think we had two or three bars. Okay. And is it all ages or is it uh Darren? I think it's carded. I think it's carded. Okay. Yeah. If there's if there's a bar that's probably if, a, carded, if there's probably... a bar inside it's carded to get in and <laughs> oh, then it's carded you. when you buy your drink ticket. So yeah. yeah. Another, another Facebook user said the Spectrum Party is always the best. Thank you. Oh yeah, it's fun. And I would and advise it, you if you're if you're carded. going into any of the parties that are carded or any of the parties that have a big line, you want to go to the bathroom before you get in line uh-huh. because once you leave the room you have to get back in line to get back in. Oh, so, wow. So I did just, not yeah. know. Yeah. Just because you got entered into the room does not mean you get a free pass to get back into the room. You have to go back to the end of the line and wait Ooh. again to get in. So wow. you want to kind of do a bio break before <laughs> you go into the party. Okay. Or take so, that uh, magic potion bottle and go in the corner, but I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't see that either. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I do no, not no. want to know about that. Don't do that. No, yeah. I yeah, don't. Don't. Know. don't. Don't, don't oh, those poor don't plants in the Marriott have suffered a. Oh people. my god! Oh my god! I'm surprised no, they're alive. They're not. I think they're plastic now. Honestly. So, uh, so Neon, is there a difference between uh, doing being a, a DJ for the Dragon Con crowd as uh, as opposed to the normal, uh, well, quote unquote normal? That's <laughs> <laughs> normal, Mike. Come on. I was going to say, is, is is every party different? Um. So uh, every set that I play, no matter where I go, is different. Uh, you, you know, the Dragon Con Spectrum Party is a place where I get to take my nerdy side, uh, which is, you know, my, my Star Trek, Star Wars, Ghostbusters, you know, all of these fantastic pieces. And you'd be surprised how much dance music can come out of it. For example, one year someone said, um, I didn't play anything from Star Trek. And I'm like, uh, obviously, you didn't catch the... Rihanna song Sledgehammer remix that I played, which was the end song from the first star, first new Kelvin Star Trek. So oh, that, right. You know, it's very, very subtle things. It's, it's not like Ghostbusters in your face. Um, but uh, if you really listen, there are more nods than you know, because you might not know all the music that is used in some of the films uh, there. But I do get to play like the Doctor Who theme song as a dance remix. I've done a mashup of uh, uh, Gangnam Gangnam style with Ghostbusters. This year, mm. I have a few gems that I've squirreled away all year, uh, <laughs> including a few <laughs> that are going to be. If you recognize them, it's going to blow your mind that I actually have it. Wow! Yeah. So some surprises to look forward to. Here's, an, here's another newbie's question, actually for Kim. So or anyone. Oh. Is do we need to pre-purchase tickets for these parties, or do they sell them at the door? Oh no, 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 no! You have a Dragon Con badge. You have a Dragon Con membership that gets you into all the parties, except for the aquarium. Except, except for, the, for aquarium. the aquarium. Yeah, there are very few things at Dragon Con that are a separate ticket. Almost everything is included. Like earlier, they were talking about the joystick game bar. That's included with your badge. Mm-hmm. It's free. So all of the dances and the raves and everything that are on this schedule, those are all included. Exactly, including stuff like how Mike had mentioned the uh, Phantom Troublemakers, uh, you know, 
his game show that he big, does. Yeah, the big damn the big game, game show. show. Right, exactly. Right. And then also all the balls, the, the all, the concert, all, all the concerts are free. All, all as the long, concerts are free. As long as I you don't have know, a badge. Is the orchestra coming again this year? Yes. Yes. Oh, cool. Did, Yay. They just announced it in the, uh, the membership this year. So, um, so it's very really cool. But they also, you know, even stuff like the kilt blowing and stuff is all free. Everything they, they will say, you know, extra on the, when you get finally get the app. And I'm not saying that magic word because I don't want to drink anymore right now. So, but the question is, you know, what is free and what isn't? Almost everything is free with your badge, including the parade, right. including all the different raves, all the different parties. All of those are included, except for stuff like the aquarium and stuff like that. The aquarium, the guest of honor banquet. There's some workshops. I was going to say there's some workshops that are, yeah. Um, You have to pay like a $10 deposit to check out a board game, and then you get it when you bring it back. That's normal for that kind of a thing. Right. And there are some some gaming tournaments that there's like a maybe $5 entry fee or something in the tournament. Um, Because I know I always play. Play some like magic booster drafts. Yeah. Um, right. And Allison Gropper actually said some workshops do require materials fee, yeah. but that's put into like the maybe description the battle bots or something. Well, in some some of the art stuff or some yeah. of the you know yeah. private lessons and stuff like they have. You know, some the, of the the work the workshops are usually pretty much all paid. There are some like things that you can go and make things that aren't charge like i know uh board gaming has had like paint a miniature and that was free hmm. uh the makers Damn track it. had things Damn that it. are no one asked are free. <laughs> everyone drink <laughs> is the app out yet mike damn you one thing you might run into if you stumble into some of these um room parties uh i know they're not as prevalent as they used to be but occasionally the host will ask you to buy a solo cup for drinks just to yeah. contribute to the room cost. Yes. Uh, Mech Warriors cost like $3 per game, but you get a printout once you finish. So yeah, it's all about, you know, if you want to spend the money on it, do it. Uh, there, there are some yeah. promoter, party promoters in Atlanta that will try to promote their outside events to Dragon yeah. Con mm-hmm. attendees, and those are always charged. Yep, there's, yeah, those are there's bars outside outside yeah. of the main hotels. Yeah, they're that, not part of, they're not part of the con event. They are not in the con footprint, but they will try and sneak the con logo on their advertisements. On yeah, right. So, yep. so you got to so, be careful about that, and you look can at the schedule. Published. Look at the app. If that event's not there, it's probably not official Dragon Con stuff. Right. Well, well, but also, I mean, you know, people's room parties or crawl parties—they're not going to be on the official schedule no, either. But not. like. That's why we do, if you are into the parties, that's why we do suggest joining a group like DragonCon Parties Meetups and more. Because not only are you going to find both the official and unofficial, if we do allow something that's unofficial, not on the official schedule, we do make sure that it's in the con footprint and we do let you know exactly where it's located. Ah, so... That gives you a better idea. Of, like we are going to try and help you not get scammed or end up in a scary location. God help me! I did mention the kilts. I will take point on this question. Go for it, Kim. Uh, how many points are you taking, Kim? <laughs> how many points do I need for another drink? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do it like airplane style, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, kilt blowing. 
kilt blowing is on the Dragon Con schedule. You do need to go get in line for it if you want to get in. You do need to bring an ID because it is carded. You have to be an adult to get into kilt blowing. Um, kilt blowing involves um, gentlemen who have been fortified by some scotch wearing a kilt. Um <laughs> Willingly getting on a stage in front of a large room full of mostly women and a crazy woman with a leaf blower. It is highly entertaining. Um, <laughs> most I people, highly most of the audience loses their voice at the end yeah. of it. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Most of the people in the audience will have screamed so much that you can't talk later. And I would, it, I would say to the guys, it's not always all women in the audience. No, it is not always all women in the audience. It is mostly women in the audience. Mostly, but, yes. um, <laughs> it is. It is seriously a lot of – it is definitely grown-up fun. It's a lot of fun, though. Um, I, I suggest you should be well imbibed by the time you get there. It makes it so much more enjoyable. And well endowed. Uh, and yeah, well yeah. endowed helps too. Yes. Well, no, no, no. There's no, there's no, there's, there's no, no, requirements. there's no like breaking of the Georgia nudity laws. Okay. <laughs> so we don't do that. We can bend them though. Jim, come on. We, we might get bent just a little bit. We don't bit, want to but, break anything, but we want to bend them. <laughs> right, you know, I'm not. I'm not saying what I've seen under kilts. But. Kilt blowing is more tame than it used to be. From oh, totally. yeah. yeah. Well, that, when it, yeah, I'm not going. I know I'm not even going there. That <laughs> that that's a question that we've talked about on the show a few times in relation to Dragon Con uh, overall. Um, but do you guys feel that Dragon Con is quote unquote tamer now? than it used to be, like, say, 5, 10, 20 years ago. It's in a different way. It's, it's just, yeah, it's just a, we have different events it is, It's different. It has changed. But Tamer, mm, that's that's kind of subjective and very relative, I think. I mean, I've been going for over 30 years, so um, Tamer is – depends. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I see plenty, plenty of we're, wild and we're crazy merging into that, that area that I'm not talking about. On there's here, still okay? a lot of body paint at there's Dragon a lot Con. of oh, yeah. brushing. There's still a lot of electrical tape. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not seeing I'm not seeing a costume made out of caution tape in a while though. I have to say that. I think I saw uh, one last year. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are looking for what my friends and I like to refer to as a 20 minute panel, those opportunities are out there. Um, do be careful, play safe and all that jazz. But mm-hmm. um, it is not um, a very, um, again, dragon after dark, the darker it gets outside, the more likely you're going to run into adult content. Oh, very much so. That's, that's the rule of thumb lately. So. Yeah. I think there's less official after dark activity. Yeah. But, yeah. but the after dark activity is still there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Things but, are still going on, even though they're not on the schedule. Yeah, right. like <laughs> but the, like the rope tying and stuff is not mm-hmm. no longer on schedule. And no, stuff. the the, the more, BDSM um, and stuff BDSM like that. Stuff is yeah, there was a certain at one point, and I don't even know why, but there was kind of a little bit of BDSM kind of stuff going, and that didn't last very long. Oh, um, it's still going on. Well, yeah, it's not on the official schedule anymore, though. There were a couple of things that were on the schedule at one point. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one of the people actually asked, uh, do you mean for the parade? The parade is full. You can't get into the parade. It's closed. 
to to be in the parade, not yes. to watch, but to, to watch be it. In but, the they, parade, to be, but they have to be not announced right? yet if the parade is going to be open to the public yet, or if you're going to need a badge like last year. Yeah. So we don't know yet. No. Most of the protocols are going to be announced uh, very close to time. So I would yeah, suggest well, that, yeah. Get I think it's probably around the first of August, like they did last year. You have, cause you have to realize with the parade when it was pre COVID, it was open to the public and people started lining up at 7 a.m. Yes, for this parade. And cause it was people just brought their kids and everything to watch the parade. It was the second largest parade in Georgia and it is. It was awesome. That's how I got introduced to Dragon Con when I took William when he was four years old and everything. But when we, you know, when they do it, the last time they did it, it was almost over 150,000 people came for the parade. Yeah, for 2019. Yeah. That was the unofficial from the police, not from Dragon Con. So. Yeah, and I don't, I don't remember. I mean, the parade itself has like, what, 1,500, 1,600 people in the parade. Yeah. At least. Itself, yeah. in the parade itself, not counting like, you know, cars and Jawa trucks and things. Mm-hmm. What, what outside of the parade, because that's its own thing, mm-hmm. what is the biggest party at Dragon Con? Oh, my gosh. Like any, any of the dance parties at night. I mean, the Marriott raves are pretty big if they're still going to happen this year. Um, but that's yeah. usually after 2 a.m., mm-hmm. usually after all the bands have wrapped up. What what happens usually in these areas where there's a band is there'll be a band at, like, 8, a band at, like, 9, a band at, like, 10, maybe even spaced out further than that because they need time to break everything down. And then around 2 a.m., you'll get your late-night DJ set up and going. And they'll go till 5 a.m. You know, so you'll see people, if you're getting up early... Yeah, Bunny Hutch is huge. Um, if if you see people, you know, coming back to their hotel rooms after they've been out in costume and makeup since eight p.m., um, yeah, <laughs> that's always fun. Well, yeah. I'd always but, say I would also say. I mean, we started having you know line protocols put in place last year because of caps capacity. We are going to be capped again this year, although not at. It, it has been broadened. You know, they are allowing more people in this year, but I would expect them to still possibly cap how many people they let in a room at one time. Mm-hmm. So on any given night, there's going to be at least two parties that are the super popular ones. And if you want to attend them, you probably want to go check out possibly lining up an hour and a half before a time. Something like the bunny hutch. People line up for that three hours before it starts. Yeah, totally. And that line mm-hmm. stays three hours long well after that party has started. The same thing for the last party on Alderaan. The same thing for the uh, 8-bit party. Yeah. Like there, there's Even in a year when there was no capacity, there were long, mm-hmm. hours-long lines to get into these events. Now, one rule of thumb is, you know, if you see a long line, you don't want to stand on it. There's typically at least four parties happening at once. In addition to, you know, like the Hilton patio having a DJ and there being a dance party out there, or roaming par- dance parties throughout the events. Go try and check out a, a smaller event. See if you can get into it. Wait about two hours. Then go back to that party you wanted to try and get into. Because 
the initial I want to be in their first line will have dying down and it will be, you know, hopefully be a little bit easier to get into it. Yeah, go check well, out the drum circle. Go wander around the Marriott, look at costumes, you know. Because there's also concerts by from the folk track going on also all evening on the on the live stages that are in the the Hyatt or in the Hilton. Yeah. And you know, it's pretty amazing some of the things you could find out there. And it's it's just there's always something going on till way in the wee hours. Hell, the Marriott people are part are partying around the Pulse Bar and everything until at least two or three in the morning. Past, so, past that, that's yeah, why I don't stay at the that. Marriott. That's why I don't stay at the Marriott anymore. <laughs> well, it's loud until the, like four in the morning. Yeah, the various Facebook groups they're con related. Whether um, you know, it's like the cigar group. Or the loners group, or the over forty group, or the swag and sweep. E- each of those groups, they're all going to have various meetups, both during the day and on evenings as well. So there, there's always going to be gatherings that you can find your way yeah. to and have a good time. I mean, if there's mm-hmm. something on the schedule that you want to go to, you should plan on being there a couple hours beforehand, or at oh, least very the vicinity so. of it. If there's something you just want to go have a night out and roam around, you're going to find some entertainment somewhere. You're not going to be bored for long at Dragon Con. That's for oh sure. God, no! There's no way you could ever be bored at Dragon Con. You might get worn out at Dragon Con. Yes. <laughs> you will not get. You will not get bored. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So exactly. I would say, I would say, if you're out late and you're okay to wait for a couple hours to get in line. The burlesque and the late night puppet slam are can't miss shows. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. puppet slam, slam is amazing. When, uh, when, he, when, he, when he says now those are both carded events, and when he says that they can't miss, be, a lot of people do because it is they fill up so they fill fast, up very quickly. Yeah. Those they're are also those late. are things. Yes, the they're very. Slam is late. They're, yeah, they're very late, but you have to line up early. <laughs> like yeah. the, the events don't happen till late, but you have to line up for those like. Again, two hours in advance. Not that. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd say the Dragon puppet slam at least an hour and a half. It's I was going to say, like, doesn't Dragon Con supposed to have that rule of like not lining up an hour but until like yeah, an hour before right. the event? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Right. No. Here's a quick no, question. It doesn't, it doesn't apply. Is the Hilton patio going to close at a specific time again? This we year? won't find out until we get there and the Hilton yep. posts their schedule. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. The, the Hilton. The, so the the Hilton the way that they do it it's it's the Hilton patio is not part it's of the not, official con yeah, schedule. It's not official. Con it's space. it's the it's the hotel. The hotel gets involved. They have a theme. They set their daily schedules. Now, granted, they didn't follow what the printed last year when they printed the schedule. They did show that the patio was going to be open later than it was. Um, so we're not really sure what happened. But is that the uh, blah, 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 party? Yeah. Huh. Is that the blah, 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 blah party? I, the, the, whichever one's on the back patio. <laughs> blah, 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 but, blah. but yeah, oh yeah. But the they because it said that they were going to have music going till I think eleven o'clock, and they started shutting it down at nine o'clock every night. Whoa! Last year, but that's what? not what their their big you know marquee schedule said in the lobby. So, but that's typically how we found out about the Hilton. It's it's uh, either on Tuesday or Wednesday they put it up in the lobby for everybody to see the week of con and. That's when we find out, and we'll we'll find out how late the patio is open on the first couple of nights. <laughs> yeah, so. tip, if it's your first year, you should know that typically all the hotel pools are closed except the Sheraton and yeah. the Westin. Oh, and the Westin. 
Mm. Yeah, I've always wondered why, like, when I go by the Hyatt, when you're walking through the catwalk in or anything. Because there's not enough chlorine in the world, sir. (laughs) Well, well, but also, people threw furniture in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we're I trying was, to jump off in the balcony. Yeah, yeah, they invoked the Frankenstein rule at the robot battles one year. Gotcha. And um, a robot got pitched in. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So the Hyatt closes the pool now. <laughs> Which was like for the a long, long time ago. So, And the Hilton just paved, paved over theirs. I think the Marriott's is open. I've not seen the Marriott's pool closed. Okay. I don't even know where that is, actually. So. I get conflicting reports it's every year because there always seems to be a party at that pool. And then and, when we try to go to it, they say, no, it's closed. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you something, Brandon. <laughs> I don't think they want you there. I don't know. One, one party. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, Neon, I got to ask you. I know that you're working one day. Do you or one night of the con? Do you get a chance to do any other parties or anything else at the con? Um, actually, this is going to be a tight year for me because I have booked a cruise to the Mediterranean. So it's literally go to Rome, do my thing, come back, and then start the prep for the con. Uh, so. I might have the energy if I'm not worn <laughs> off from the floor after 10 days of partying on a, you know, boat with 4,000 boys. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've, I've done, uh, I actually got asked at the last minute to DJ the, uh, the, the rave after rave, after my own party, they were like, uh, we had a problem and we need you to show up. But yeah, I've done that one. It's really fun. Uh, it's a little darker energy, which I love. Uh, that and I've done I think the Thursday event has the underwear party I've participated in a number of things with my friend Dan Williams uh, he's d- an amazing designer uh, so he just has some great stuff that's one of my favorite parties of course run around in your underwear in a hotel mm-hmm. um, and you know I've been to a couple of room parties where uh, it's been fun <laughs> <laughs> that's all he'll say about it <laughs> Keeping it PG thirteen, um, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but uh, being able to being asked back ten years in a row, I think uh, is an amazing and very flattering thing for absolutely. Uh, oh, for, of course, for an artist, uh, you know. And every year, if you don't know what I sound like, I want you to go to music.glogobear.com. There's all my styles. That's going to be what you're going to get in a kind of a nerdy format. So. You know, take a listen to your DJs of the parties. If you don't like it, please go to another party where you'll be happier because that's what my job is, is to make as many people happy as possible. And so I'm, you know, trying to make everybody's musical desires come through, as is every DJ. So find the ones that you want to hear and please go go thank them for their work. DJ Spider is incredible. Uh, I've some heard some others at raves that have been different styles than I play that I have just like, yay. Uh, so yeah, go check out the DJs and look for their podcast. Yeah. Nemesis How, is really uh, great. I'm glad he's coming back this year. Not to, uh, not to betray any secrets or anything, but as far as the style of it, how, I mean, how much is planned and how much does, do you, do you do on the fly? Like, cause you have to, I mean, yeah. I would imagine that you have to like gauge what the response is and act Absolutely. accordingly. Right. Yes. Yeah. So how, Every DJ works differently. 
What I do is I come with a set of songs that I definitely want to play. So I rate things like one to five. And usually the five things are things like Ghostbusters. They're going to be theme song from Doctor Who remix, you know, things that are nerdy, that are part of Dragon Con, uh, part of our core culture. And then there's other things like Britney Spears and uh, Christina Aguilera, you know, Dua Lipa. That those I'm going to throw in there. But mm-hmm. at the core, I'm always going to try to hit what, what we're there for is to celebrate our diversity, not only in, uh, you know, sexual orientation, gender expression, but our musical tastes. So there's going to be 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. There's going to be probably some booty music, uh, a little bit of, you know, maybe reggae if I can find something with my voice. So I'm, I'm going to flip through the genres to try to hit everybody at least once a night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how I work. But yes, it. I don't know the order. I might come with seven or eight hours of an idea and then gotcha. we'll and see what people react to. Absolutely. Ooh, yeah. That's gotta be, gotta be tricky, but fun. Another question from the crew. Um, do you know if there are any activities in the overflow hotels, like the embassy suites? Some of them do have activities, uh, whether it's being held by the hotel itself. Um, some of them will have like a cocktail hour for specifically for con attendees. Um, you have uh, like the um, Hotel Indigo has in the past had karaoke for their guests in the lobby each night. Um, I believe it was for if, for if you were a hotel guest at Indigo, you got into karaoke for free. If you were not a guest, you had to pay a cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen con attendees hold um, cocktail happy hour mixer meet and greets at like the Omni and some of the um, uh, at the Aloft to get to meet some of the fellow con attendees in their hotel. Uh, a great place to find out like that it's check the Facebook groups. Mm-hmm, definitely, because um, I know like, that's the, where people are gonna gonna post about that kind of stuff. I know at the hotel I stay at at the Ritz, they you know they have food and stuff put out for the Dragon Con people, but they also do offer like a happy hour and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little tricky there because you need a ba- a key card to be able to get you access to the hotel. Um, elevators and stuff. So I don't, I don't know if there's room parties or there, and I'm sure there are because, you know, a lot of the guests actually stay there. So you, you know, you could be riding on the elevator with Jason Isaacs or some, you know, someone like that. And it's pretty awesome when you get to see these kind of people. And I know other people, you know, I've heard, you know, parties going down the hall and stuff like that from where I stay. So you definitely, each hotel is different. Because I don't know, you know, you have to worry about hotel security also. Yeah. Big time. Uh, interesting thing you brought up there, though, because I have heard stories, seen pictures, whatnot, that a lot, it is not uncommon to see uh, celebrities at a lot of these parties at Dragon Con. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. I've seen quite a few there. celebrities at, at parties. Lazlo from. Uh, the, what they do in the shadows. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Oh, wow. He hung out with me in the DJ booth for like an hour. It was pretty funny. He, he, he was making <laughs> me cry laughing. I was like, dude, you guys stop. Oh, Matt, Matt Perry. Yeah. He's an awesome guy. And everything. It's interesting too, because a lot of the uh, guests 
who are guests at the con go in disguise sometimes yep. to the different parties or they just walk around the Marriott or the different hotels because they want to experience the con too. I know the Weasley brothers um, were at the show a couple of years ago and they were both wearing gas masks and stuff. So they would hide, you know, so people wouldn't come up to them. Adam Savage was every year for quite a few years dressed as a different costume each year. And I'm convinced Adam Savage is at every con and no one knows. Him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just safer to assume. I like that. Baca next to you is Adam Savage. So. Uh, I remember the year I talked to Adam Savage for 20 minutes and he didn't even realize it was him. So <laughs> I would just, imagine it's somewhat easier for the uh, celebrities now because, you know, you can just wear a, a, a face mask, right? For like a, yeah. a anti-COVID mask, right? Yeah. So might be a little bit easier for that. Um, but, uh, that, um, yeah, but I've also, I've seen pictures of, and it's not, a, or, you know, there's stories, there's always stories like, Oh yeah, we were dancing till like, you know, four in the morning and they were dancing too and all that sort of thing. Here's a good question from the group. Do you have any suggestions for keeping up with groups and events for attendees who do not use Facebook? Oh. Reddit. Reddit, yeah. Ah. The the Reddit Dragon Con uh, uh, sub. Okay, gotcha. Uh, and also the uh, Dragon Con Discord. There's official Dragon right. Con Discord. People There's are Dragon on there Con. all the time, all There's year Dragon long. Con. And uh, yeah, on the it's a the Reddit isn't like a huge group, but people do post uh, uh, some some daily happenings and schedules and stuff there. Yeah, I think. Uh, did you mention Reddit before we recorded today? Yeah. Uh, and and I, I must admit, it's the first time I ever thought like, oh, wow, there's probably a Reddit thing that we have people listening and, and yeah. watching. And I'm like that. So shout out to all the Reddit people, because I <laughs> for, I don't think I've kept you in mind for the last few years anyway. So the last 10 I forget, years, right? Yeah, I, forget, <laughs> I, forget, I forget Reddit's a thing. So Well, and, well, and to be fair, like Reddit people prefer the YouTube link. They, they don't want to watch from Facebook. Right. No, mm -hmm. that's Reddit people would not want to be on Facebook. Yeah, that's true. Because I know I'm on I'm on the Reddit thing, and people were like, "Oh, Facebook." This one user said, "I got stuck on an elevator with Matt Ryan in the Hyatt once. I was the one who knew who he was. We yeah. explained what the five hundred first was to him. That's awesome." Explaining that to John Constantine. That's well, I mean, that, awesome. that's the thing. There's so many celebrities who come to Dragon Con. If you don't know them, they, they can slip by unnoticed sometimes. Just well, be under the radar. And under that point, too, there are a lot of people who come to Dragon Con just to party. They don't know yeah. who the celebrities are, who's there. Yeah. They don't care. They don't care about the panels. They don't. They're just there to be with their friends and go and party uh, as much as they can. Uh, as long as they can, right? Mm -hmm. Well, there's celebrities who come to Dragon Con who aren't even guests at yep. the con each yeah, year. That's true. Because yeah. a, lot of, a lot of them are filming or they're from Atlanta and they know about Dragon Con and they've been coming for years. I know a certain WWE wrestler who has been coming for many, many years. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's always like playing Where's Waldo with him, trying to figure out who he's dressed as and what he's doing. I and think T Pain uh, came about four years ago. There was uh, there was a actor from Battlestar Galactica, Aaron who, Douglas. Yes, who used to come just to hang mm -hmm. out. And, well, and he's uh, yeah, he's also he would show up and uh, do impromptu pub girls. 
Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> Why not? Let me just say it's real hard to keep up with him on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Brendan sh- seems to show up a lot as an attendee. Or a lot of times it's like I Allison Gropper posted, I us- I usually just assume it's not them. I'm terrible with recognizing people. Same, same. <laughs> it's like, like oh, no, wrong? that can't be them. I what were they somebody, doing here? But who are you? you, you it's a really good, good cosplay. <laughs> Darren, you have beer goggles on half the time. So I'm not, not goggles. I can't drink beer. I'm blue yeah. already. I'm I remember the time I found Sylvester McCoy wandering the top of the, the uh, Marriott, and he was just wandering, and he was dressed in the same thing he was wearing at his panel earlier, but he was wearing a Charlie Chaplin mustache as his disguise. Yeah. <laughs> Super effective. Um, okay, so we need to get ready to wind down the party a little bit, um, and uh, I have to sort of, I guess, be the quote-unquote adult in the room. No! Uh, no! I no! Yeah, I I don't want to sort of like talk about parties without talking about and mentioning and Darren, you're really good about this. Uh, talking about how how careful you need to be at yeah. uh, at these parties in these situations. Well, we're we're gonna revamp. I'm gonna get with Jen and we're gonna revamp our tips episode that Mary and I did ages ago. It's time to revisit that and dust that off, especially as people are coming out in groups more nowadays from our long hibernation. Um, just simple rules. If you are alone at Dragon Con and you happen to be a lady or someone who presents as a lady, do make sure that you're watching your area, watching your surroundings as you're walking to and from hotels, especially the darker it gets outside. I always like to say, if you're hanging out and people are leaving the hotel room in a group, ask which hotel they're going to and if they would be okay with you walking with them. Yep. Because... Yep. You could be gentlemen every Always safety in numbers. And for every guy out there who's uh, not going to act ethically, there's about 20 who will. So let's say that, first of all, at the con, at least. We tend to be a very well behaved group for the most part. Obviously, drinks, if you're going to get a drink, put your hand over the top of the drink while you're holding it. Make sure no one is no one is putting the drink. Make sure no one hands you a drink unless you know yep. and trust. Or possibly Never. travel with a lid. We yeah, uh, exactly. our group we we have started bringing our own, own lids, even for the buckets of rum. We have created our own lids. Yep. Yeah, wow. do not let I, I anybody have a big touch your drink. Cup that I travel the con with, and that's what I sip out of the whole yep. time. Use like um, Allison says, use the buddy system. Yep. And truthfully, do not take a drink from anybody you do not know personally. If someone's going to buy you a drink at Dragon Con, it's very simple. They say, hey, can I buy you a drink? And you can say, well, sure, I'd like that. And then you turn to the bartender and say, I'd like a rum and coke, please. Exactly. Do not let them give you a there, drink. There, there's no reason for a person to hand you a drink directly when the bartender can make that drink for you and hand I, it to you. I would like to add, too, if you do have any kind of a problem at Dragon Con, find a volunteer find somebody from con safety, find hotel security, find a police officer. There will be police officers all over the place at Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're like oh. you're talking about, if you're a lady, if you're having a problem and you see like me, I'm a volunteer. Okay. And I'll have a volunteer lanyard on, which will be pretty obvious. Oh, honey, all of a sudden I am your aunt who has been looking for you for an hour. 
So, you know, reach out to somebody if you've got a problem, please. The only thing about looking well, for a police officer at Dragon Con is to make sure they're not a cosplayer. Before we, yeah, go too far, guys, <laughs> before we go too far in this, our next episode, I can honestly say right now, is going to be face, uh, Dragon Con Essentials. Yep. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's a great thing to do right before the con. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. But I, I did want to sort of mention, at least as far as parties go, like just for people who are checking out the parties and every and wanting to party, especially the newbies. Yeah, just be careful. Uh, yeah, because also don't assume. You know, even if somebody has a security or somebody is there as an official, that they're looking out for you too. Also, because you know they're they're overwhelmed because there's just so many people out there. Also, mm-hmm. you know, you just got to be, you know, have friends with you. And the not, bathroom is a great place to duck into and you can call a friend. Text. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, I've got to go to the bathroom. And it's not like the old days where the phones didn't work at Dragon Con. No. Yeah. They've gotten so much better. They about gotten much better. And if you are by yourself, you could also, if you've got your phone with you, pop in a bathroom, hop on one of the boards, one of the groups. If you need to make a 911 type of post, you can't find somebody, you know, make, make a public post. Say, I am here. I need help. Exactly. And, and stay on the Internet until somebody comes and finds you. You know, have fun at the party, but, you know, be responsible also. Oh, I know yeah, that's, hard to, that's hard to say, and that's the grown-up in me to say that. But. We want everybody well, to and it's really, e- totally. it's really easy to get caught up in the con and, and forget to eat or forget to yes. hydrate or forget to sleep. Like you don't want to sleep. There's too much stuff going on. So, yeah, it's you're and, really susceptible. Your body's really susceptible. And remember, Dragon Con goes twenty four five. You know, literally goes from you know Wednesday all the way through Monday and Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. it's a week now. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty much a week. Uh, so, uh, all right. So, party is over. No. Well, you know what? <laughs> Actually, here's a good, you know, statement. If you're having any issues, record, record, record. Everybody has phones. Dragon Con is a private event, and if everyone can be asked to leave for breaking the rules, but you know, proof is you know trumps a lot of talk. Yeah, oh, that person. He said, she said stuff. Exactly. Sure. Record. If somebody's threatening you, if somebody's bothering you, record them. And, you know, get their, and especially get their name on a badge or something, you know, because mm-hmm. you, do, you don't have like we used to have in the old days where you used to have people just coming off the street to harass the cosplayers or anything. Yeah. You don't have that anymore. You know, they've yeah. got security hotel, has gotten so, host, so much better. hotel guest or they're a member of the con. One of the exactly. Two. Yeah, so. absolutely. So, um, all right. So while the party's not over, it's just postponed for another month and a half. Yes. And then the, and then the real party starts, right? You're allowed to record in any of the venues and any of the hotels. You just got to be careful about some of the buildings outside because they're government buildings. And <laughs> found out the you, hard way. Mike and I nearly went to jail. Y'all. <laughs> you can't record in the celebrity yeah. area. You may be put on a list. And there, are, yeah. there are other places you can't. The record. only the only place you cannot record is the Walk of Fame. You're not right. allowed to take pictures, or you're not. And allowed. I don't. I don't think you're allowed to take photo, photos in the art in show the art either. Show. I think that's a rule too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's wrap it up. Sorry. Uh, I know you guys have other questions, but we're going to be back 
in a few weeks to talk about, like Mike said, talk about Dragon Con Essentials. So we'll try to answer some questions there. Uh, you can also hit us up yeah. on the Facebook and other places, and we'll we'll you know still keep the dialogue going. Uh, but uh, we are drawing a close to this, the seventh episode of the Dragon Con 2022 report. Um, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And thank you, Neon, for returning. It's been great to, to catch up with you, man. Uh, thank you for having me back. And I hope to see everybody at the Spectrum Party. Uh, and we ha- do have a line. So, <laughs> that, that line is, is the line now. already starting up now? <laughs> right. Problem. Problem. But uh, do say hello. This is my 10th year. And this is Dragon Con actually is my 10th anniversary. So, the anniversary will be the party. Awesome. Congratulations on that. Uh, where can people find you and, and follow what you're doing? Uh, easy. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Just look for Neon the Glogo Bear. You can find my podcasts. I have a number of them from events like Dragon Con is the very first one. Ignore how horrible my transitions are, please. They get better as it goes along. I have many events from San Francisco, Columbus Pride, a whole bunch all around the country uh, at music.glogobear.com. It's also available from my Facebook page uh, and Instagram at Glogo Bear. At hashtag better than an iPod. we will have links to that in our show notes thank you thank you so much uh and thank you brandon it was great to have you join us for the first time thanks it was great to be here absolutely con crawl crawl, right Uh, k con k crawl (laughs) (laughs) okay we will definitely have a link for that in our show notes as well so thank you as well thank you kim for joining us once again. Uh, once Pleasure again, tell everybody went. about the newbies group. Where can they go? Uh, we can be found on Facebook. It is called Dragon Con Newbies. Dragon Con Newbies. And we always have a link for that in our show notes because uh, we yeah. uh, we like being associated with you guys. Thank you so much. It's been fun. Um, and let's give a big shout out to our station crew. Jen, I'm so glad that uh, you can end up joining us. I'm I'm gonna fi- get this figured out one of these days. <laughs> hey, but uh, I see a bunch of people asking about the parties um, in the Perfect Facebook timing. group, DragonCon parties, meetups, and more. We uh, put up a daily for each day of con list of both the official and unofficial parties, meetups, concerts, uh, pop up events, what have you. Uh, if you're not on Facebook, I am on Reddit. I'm in the Dragon Con board uh, or sub as a little bit odd, L-I-L-B-I-T-Odd. And uh, I am going to try to post our links over there as, or our, our schedules over there as well once we have them populated. We will start putting up the list of events probably in a week and a half. Um, we've already gotten a few submitted to the Facebook group. So uh, um, once the events really start getting sent to us a lot, we'll have a heavy-duty list post. It'll be a lot of information. Um, and some of it is uh, given to us by group members. So, that, you know, it's not going to be ones you're going to find on the app. But uh, that's one of your best resources uh, to find updated info about where to go have fun while at con. You, you guys are going to need your own app pretty soon. <laughs> Drink. 
Uh, yep. So thank you so much, uh, Darren. Thanks yeah. once again for joining us. Oh, you're welcome anytime. Where can people find you at? Uh, they can find me at Legion of Substitute Podcasters, where me and my buds talk all about DC Comics and the goodness of the Legion of Superheroes when DC decides to publish it. And uh, here at the Rainbow Room, where we discuss LGBTQ plus pop culture media, and we're going to have a discussion about some wokeness in our next episode. And I might try yeah. to rope Neon into that. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, I might. <laughs> so I'll have to wake up for that? Yeah, you'll have to actually be awake for this <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah. Catch me after noon because I do. Oh, it'll be definitely afternoon. I don't talk to you until 6 p.m. I know. Perfect. <laughs> and of course, Mr. Director himself, Mike Faber, thank you. Uh, none of this would be possible without you, man. Well, I am learning StreamYard slowly but surely. And you know what? <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. You know what? As we like to say, Thank you guys at home for joining us. This has been great. Um, I think this has been a lot of fun. Uh, we got a lot of interaction this time, and I think it's just going to get better and better each time we do do this. And you know what? We had a great topic. We had some great guests. And you know what? Dragon Con, as of this Thursday, is 50 days, folks. Ah! So, I know. so get ready. So, you know. So if you haven't started your cosplay yet, oh my god, watch out. If you haven't oh, my cosplay is so unfinished. It's me. Yeah. Yeah. As we all as we all run around in panic and panic and panic. And I will echo uh your sentiments as well. Thanks so much to all of our viewers, our listeners, our fans, our friends. We really appreciate all of your support. We try to cover all we can with these episodes, but to keep up with the latest news, Please check out the official Dragon Con website, all their social media outlets, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All the fan tracks are active on Facebook and various social media as well. Uh, so be sure uh, to check them out. Uh, we are a proud member of the ESO Network. Uh, we have a T Public store filled with all kinds of cool stuff, including a very cool design for the Dragon Con Report podcast. You want to show them again, Mike? Oh, the t shirt? Sure. Yeah. Right, let me hold on. Let me take this down. Then. <laughs> I, I was getting ahead of myself. See? Uh, the Dragon Con Report. You there can find you it. go. It looks with beautiful. The, with, with the brand new logo, and it's actually pretty awesome that you're able to get, you know, our old logo or, you know, some swag for Dragon Con. You can get it classic, as a t-shirt. Classic logo. You can get it as a t-shirt. You can get Not it as old. a button. You can get it as a on a mug. I've, I saw some friends of mine actually got Dragon Con mugs. And, you know, so it's pretty cool so they can drink their coffee. And, you know, it's pretty scary that, you know, the things you can get there. But, yeah, Tee Public, you can find it real easy. Just look up ESO Network. Yep. And there's also a link for that uh, in our episode show notes if you're listening and at the top of the ESO Network page. Uh, we also have a Patreon page. And, again, thank you for your support. Uh, you can also help support our show for free by leaving a review on whatever platform you're watching us on or listening to us, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com. Uh, in addition, you can always access our past episodes. Uh, someone in the, in the group asked about panels. How do you apply to be on panels and whatnot? 
uh, last episode, last month's episode was on exactly that, how to, how to be on fan panels. Uh, so, so look up our past episode on dragonconreport.com as well as uh, the video of that is on YouTube. If you would like a, to leave us direct feedback, tell us how we're doing on StreamYard. Uh, maybe if you have some suggestions, some things you'd like to see, some things you might not like to see, uh, please feel free to d- email us directly at feedback at dragonconreport.com. And uh, you can also contact us, reach out to all of us. Uh, I'm available, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Feel free to contact me directly. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Mike Gordon. And as always, it has been my pleasure. <laughs> the, the, of course, the it waits to the end of the show. Of course. The dogs, the dogs are chasing me out. So uh, take care, stay safe, and uh, we'll see you all at the con. has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.